Welcome to Earthy, where eco-loving meets adventure living. Here you'll enjoy stories from people living lives based on what they love. If you're sick of depressing news, you're in the right place. Earthy is designed to inspire and teach you about sustainability, earth-friendly lifestyles, travel, and well-being. Your host is an adventure and lifestyle author, Shannon Annette. to Earthy, your earth-friendly lifestyle podcast. I bet there's a couple of you out there who have had trouble minimizing your closet, which is why I brought on the podcast Mariana Milkus Edwards. Mariana has spent her whole life in fashion. She used to write about which skirt you should wear this season and why you should go out and spend more money. Well, over time, this wore on her because she knew that you didn't have to spend more money if you had the right core 40 pieces in your wardrobe. I can't wait to share with you this new adventure of hers, so let's get into it. All right, welcome back. Today we have Mariana Milkus Edwards. I'm super excited to talk to her because she's going to teach us how to minimize our wardrobe, which I know is a huge problem area. So Mariana, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Shannon. Yeah, so I read up a little bit about you. I tried to kind of, you know, Google stock you. And um, <laughs> so I learned about your company, um, Epitom, and it looks super intriguing, and I can't wait to learn more about it. But before we get into that, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you and your background and kind of what set you in motion towards Epitom. Sure. Um, so I uh, come from the, the depths of fashion world. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, um, an editor for InStyle, a fashion editor for InStyle back in Russia, where I'm originally from, um, for over five years. And, uh, um, you know, being on the inside of the industry and kind of um, basically, uh, you know, writing about why you need a new skirt every month (laughs) and how, how that will make you, um, you know, look and feel better about yourself. Um, after a while, it, for me, kind of got old. I think I, um, kind of had these tendencies towards more mindful consumption, you might say. So that, uh, bubbled up to the surface and I, um, stepped away from that for a while, kind of focusing more on interviews and stuff because I was trying to figure out what, what is it that doesn't sit right with me in in the industry. Um, and that, um, already in the U.S., that was when I met Anastasia Sartan, who's the who's our CEO here at Epitom. Sorry, you hear my dogs right now. Oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> and um, we uh, knew each other from you know from the same uh, kind of um, sphere, and um, we really clicked on this idea that you know you don't need to always buy something new to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you really don't need to buy something new to look stylish and put together. You know, if you even look at, um, you know, style icons like Audrey Hepburn or you know Steve McQueen, they basically we kind of we you know spent quite a few hours sort of poring over um, what they dressed like and what modern day celebrities like Livia Palermo dressed like what m- the most stylish people we knew um, what their wardrobes are like and we've deducted that there are um, a few pieces that, you know, when mixed and matched, right, um, can basically give you an endless amount of looks. Well, endless, we like to say endless, but it's something like 700. Wow, so, variations, you know, yeah. A- endless enough. And uh, we <laughs> narrowed it down to the list of um, 40 
pieces that includes accessories and, and shoes and bags and clothes um, that can basically basically are so versatile that you can you may choose to never shop again if you have right. them right. And that's how Epiton was born. Okay, and was um like was that partly your idea? Like, who came up with the idea to to do this? You know, like core forty. Ah, uh, you know, it's it's hard to tell now. I think initially, um, the the number kind of was Anastasia's idea, and then the the lists themselves and kind of figuring it all out and. Um, it was just a joint effort of the mm-hmm. team. Okay, cool. Well, um, can you explain a little bit about what Epitom does? Like, you, you've touched on how it was founded, but, you know, how does it take... How, how do me... I, I'm a consumer, right? I, I'm not into right. fashion. In fact, I'm really inept. I have no idea probably about a lot of what you're going to be saying. But, um, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so, you know, how can I come to you and, and what exactly does Epitom do uh, for sure. me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Epitom is, uh, lives in Facebook Messenger. That's kind of our, you know, big, big points that you don't need to install another app or, you know, you don't need to... Fill out endless forms on the site. You start, you find it on Facebook, just like you would a friend. Mm-hmm. Start chatting in it. It's it's a bot. Okay. So um, it will start responding to you and kind of tell you a little bit about itself and the concept. But uh, we start by looking at what you already have in your closet. Mm-hmm. So um, it also doesn't include you, you know, taking any pictures. We don't ask for any of that. So just kind of a, a quick interactive checklist that you okay. tag tag what you have mm-hmm. out of the pieces that are in the list. Um, you tag what you need. You tag what you would like to replace. And um, that's a constant work in progress. Like right now, we're rolling out capabilities for you to replace certain items that don't sit right with you. Um, and and once we know what you have, we um, ask for your location so we can look up the weather forecast every morning. Oh, that's cool. And we send you um, outfits from the, the pieces that you said you have um, for that weather with a little styling tip on how to mix it and some um, photos, photo examples of you know how bloggers and, and celebs do it. That is cool. Um, I actually didn't get that. Um, when I cruised your site, I didn't realize that you actually take the decision-making out of it. I thought it was more about you helping us learn about the basics of design and paring down to the base, the core 40 with clean lines. That's really cool because even if I had 40 items, I still have a lot of decisions. Hard. Like you said, it's like 700 Definitely. combinations. That's really cool. Yeah, that was that was kind of the idea to, to make... Um, the whole getting dressed and looking good as easy as possible for most people. You know, we like to um, give this example of, you know, how certain people that are, you know, powerful, um, they choose to just wear a uniform, Mm -hmm. like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah, Um, we talked about in the last podcast a little bit. It's like decision currency, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but but you know, if you are being realistic about it, for most people, it's not a viable solution. Right. Um, neither people are like it's neither socially acceptable completely <laughs> yet, at least. Nor do people, especially women, want to wear the same thing right. over and over. And you're like, really, this is clean. I have three of them. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So we um, kind of just 
thought about what is the what is the actual question um, that people ask about fashion. It's not what should I buy, it's what should I wear. And that's yeah. the question that we ask ourselves basically every morning, um, especially if you, you know, have to head out anywhere, work, take your kids to school, whatever. Um, so you have to wear something. You have a certain image you want to project in certain situations, especially important situations like uh-huh. um, interviews or, you know, yeah. um, a, a lot of our clients are, say, people in their first office job or people after some, like, big change, for example, you know, they're transitioning out of, um, you know, their maternity leave or something back into the workforce, their body changed, okay. um, or whatever, or, like, you know, guys who just got their, you know, first promotion and they never thought about their looks before so now they have to figure this whole thing up from scratch right um yeah and and uh, we give them kind of the set we help them figure out the right set of ingredients and then Mm -hmm. give them this recipe book that every day sends them something to wear they they can or they don't have to they can choose to wear it they can choose to just kind of learn from it Uh uh-huh because it gives them ideas that we um, hear often that people just use this as sort of a, you know, educational tool. So they figure out, oh, I can layer my um, strappy dress over a white T-shirt and that'll be something new and cool. Or, you know, I can wear my skirt with sneakers instead of some, you know, feminine shoes and they'll give me something new to wear. So, um, so it's like, it's yeah, like the, takes the decision making out of it for you. If you don't want to decide when you want, like you basically your mom to dress you or better yet a designer to dress you, then you can resource this, this app or, or, or Facebook messenger. Yeah. So how, d- is there a place to say, like click a box and say, Hey, I've got an interview or I've got a date or like the occasions you mentioned, how can you mm-hmm. modify it for that? So, um, this is still in, um, partially development. We did roll it out so you can try it out. It works. It doesn't work a hundred percent of the time because, <laughs> and, uh, because, um, you know, natural language processing is kind of a deep hole uh-huh. right now. Yeah. Um, but you can type into, um, the bot. So just text Epitom on Facebook messenger. Uh-huh. Um, I need an outfit for a date or, I want to wear my jeans today. What should I wear this or that with? So you can um, send the requests of this type, and it'll give you a recommendation. Okay, so for people who maybe are listening that aren't as tech savvy, do you just go to Facebook, search Epitom, enter? Is there just one group, or is there multiple? um, Is there a page and a group and a community? So... Um, yeah, so actually you um, you can do it through Facebook, but um, just in case someone doesn't know, but mm-hmm. Facebook and Facebook Messenger are not directly connected right now. Yeah, it's like they weird are, they are connected, yeah. but Messenger also kind of works just like WhatsApp or any other yeah. Messenger app. Yeah. So you don't even have to be friends with someone on Facebook to add them on Messenger. Right. So you can choose to do just that. Okay. And in the Facebook Messenger app, you can um, type Epitom Stylist. Okay. It's E-P-Y-T-O-M. Okay. Stylist. Um, it's a page that has... Uh, like 19,000 I think right now um, followers so there there are a couple of I don't know copycats or our test page I think pops up sometimes but that's mm-hmm. the one you need okay. and then you just you just uh, you know click get started 
And then it'll prompt you to do what it needs you to do to set everything up and take it from there. Okay, that sounds really cool. Yeah, so, um, all right, so that kind of gives me a little bit of basics about about what you do. Um, Is there any other services? Do you meet with individuals? Do you have any, like, consultations, or is it all developed as, like, an automated program? So the basic um, free service is um, automated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will basically send send you as many outfits from the um, items you said you have, you know, as as it can. And then after that, you can choose to let us help you complete mm-hmm. your forty pieces in the way that's that gives you the most variations. So we can f- help you fill the gaps in your 40-piece wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that in that case, you um, get connected with a stylist. And you, in the same, in the same uh, window, we kind of switch, we turn the, the bot off and we bring the real person on. Mm-hmm. And you chat, basically like, you know, you chat with a friend. So we don't, we don't show you, like many other services do, we don't show you some photos and tell you to point what you like or we don't ask you to define your style uh-huh. um, because you know who can do that I don't even know my own and, <laughs> and I'm sure it changes we, too you know it changes and it's I mean why why label right like yeah. we we don't want to you know I'm a boho girl and that's all I do <laughs> <laughs> you're like that um, was Monday afternoon tonight <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so instead we ask you you know what things like what's your power outfit what items do you are you really you know shopping for right now what what do you what do you think you need the most um ask you what kind of what brands you like what all sorts of things that kind of seem like a small talk I guess most we actually had have I haven't like really good reviews that people are just saying yeah it was so fun chatting you know just kind of you know people like to talk about themselves so we give them that (laughs) opportunity and and you know it 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 actually um we also hear that you know in in the way that we, we structure these chats is that people actually tell us that um, you know, you you actually listened as opposed to you know, some other services that yeah. just kind of probably because we don't um, right now have like a single supplier or warehouse of like clothes that we suggest to you. Mm-hmm. So we actually do like a very a truly personalized um, shopping for you to fill fill those gaps, and then we. Um, are testing right now, and I would love the input from you and your audience on which option sounds more compelling. Okay. Um, but we're testing kind of two options. One is that you can get all the misses, all the missing pieces, or a few of the missing pieces delivered to your door in in one box. Uh-huh. Not a subscription, just you know, just select five pieces that give you the most variations with what you already have, and then send them your way. As that um, as opposed to another option, as opposed to another option, which is a curated shopping list from. Um, so we basically send you our recommendations for every mis- missing um, item on your list, mm-hmm. and then you can check what you want to get out of this and check out in a single spot, and that will, you know, arrive in separate packages, kind of like d- directly from the merchants. But you check out in one. 
in just one spot mm-hmm. through us. And so this is just um, like you've already uh, like looked at all the different things you have in the wardrobe. And if for whatever reason they can't fulfill the 40, is there always going to be like the need? Because I know a lot of people, the whole point is to pare down and spend less. So like, you know, if they don't feel like there is a gap, then this would only then be for they the can- other, Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's 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 fine. <laughs> that's, we we always say we always say that we we kind of always say two things, um, you know. First, shop smarter, not harder. Yeah. And second is that we want you. We really do want you to buy less. Right. Like if you don't think you need forty, if you say I don't know, you live somewhere that doesn't have four seasons and you live in a warm climate and you you're happy with less mm-hmm. that we are very happy for you and we'll be happy to send you recommendations from those pieces for free for as long as you want to receive them yeah i don't know i think that's a hard question because um like one option is like you take the decision making out of it sounds like and you just let the designer choose for you um but the other option you know you have the different navigations and choices but do any of the options allow you to see like you know, if, if we have people out there that are, that are concerned about where, you know, you're sourcing mm-hmm. the different materials, you know, this is an environment. Oh, I'd love podcast. to tell you about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So we always, um, focus, I like to say that we, we lean heavily towards sustainable and niche and direct to consumer brands. Okay. Um, and it's very important to, for me personally, because that's, that's how I shop. And, um, I don't absolutely don't believe that in the the state, the current state that the industry is in Uh price has anything to do with what you're actually getting. Mm -hmm. Neither the quality nor the, um, you know, how it was produced, the craftsmanship, it actually doesn't have nothing. It has nothing to do with it. It's just pure marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, might sound harsh, but that's kind of the truth. Yeah. Um, so whenever we can, we, um, always prioritize those brands. We also, um, do listen to what the customers are saying in terms of the brands that they like and the, um, price points that they like. And whenever, and, um, everything that we offer will have the best cost per, per wear. It's our kind of little formula that shows us that, you know, this will give you this many variations. Basically, you'll wear um, these many outfits that this one piece, piece gives you so many times. So you know you'll you'll the, the over the over the life cycle of this item, you will have used it um, three hundred times or five hundred times right. or even more. And um, then what what's the best price that will have enough quality mm-hmm. in it to give you that maximum life cycle of, of the piece. Have so. you done any research into like organic cotton and different things like that where they're eco-friendly materials? Because I know like I read something that sort of, sort of shocked me. It said that half of our cotton in the fashion industry is sourced from China and they use one of the leading carcinogens like heavily on their cotton. And so I was really intrigued by that because it's the first time I had heard anything like that. Are you familiar with any of that? Um, yeah, like I said, like sustainability is important, and I I absolutely love um, brands that offer that. You know, I love 
Reformation because they save a ton of water and they repurpose fabrics. Um, I love brands that explicitly, uh, you know, commit to not polluting mm-hmm. with their, um, you know, the, the way their uh, fabrics are produced and, and the um, crops are grown and all that. Um, the one thing that, you know, again, if we're just being realistic about it, there aren't as many brands right now mm-hmm. that do that, that will satisfy our criteria for style yeah. and for the versatility of the clothes. You mm-hmm. know, I would be absolutely happy to and price that our, you know, a lot of the consumers are still sensitive to. So sure. I would, I would absolutely love to, to have so many brands for different sizes yeah. that, um, can do all that. But I, I won't sand my customer who lives in an ur- urban environment and is, you know, maybe plus size, mm-hmm. uh, something that looks way too boho for that just because that's eco you <laughs> no, know that that has that organic label so right. you know and and in that case i would absolutely find the very best um and by and by i i mean <laughs> all my stylists and you know um will absolutely find the very best um brand that provides you know s- saves water provides mm-hmm. good working conditions for its for its producers and, and all everything like that it sounds but like then there's again, a little gap in the market then for some entrepreneurs to I, come in and help out i definitely think there is yeah. i think that you know that's why companies like everlane have been so successful mm-hmm. and reformation because they they do provide the great design and that very thoughtful um, you know, Can you no mention a rush. couple more? I mean, the only one I'm, I'm, I know is Patagonia. So, because I'm an outdoor person, so clearly that's sure. the one I know. But so you said, is it Everlane? Yeah. Okay. Um, Everlane is kind of the, uh, you know, kind of a cornerstone of this whole whole market. They've been around for a while, and they, mm-hmm. um, you know, created this whole movement for transparency in the fashion industry and fair wages and direct to consumer. Um, retail sure then um brands i don't know like kuyana amor vert uh so off the top of my okay. <laughs> off the top no, of my good. head i just i just found this this great um shoe brand called ni solo uh-huh that i'm very fascinated with because really cute it's footwear which is also kind of a, a huge gap there okay with all that but it's you know responsible production and they're very affordable price-wise for you know leather yeah leather footwear so yeah i have three pairs of shoes that i wear i have well technically i have four i have a hiking shoe that i don't wear almost every day if i'm not wearing my uh-huh. flip-flops i have leather flip-flops that you know don't break those are great yeah and then i have um let's see hiking shoes leather flip-flops i have a high top hiking shoe that i only wear like if i'm gonna okay. climb in snow or something which i don't do uh-huh. very much um yeah oh and then a leather shoe that i go out on, like date night and that's that's it yeah <laughs> so well and you know and in in our um kind of standard you know before personalization 40 piece wardrobe they're probably also about yeah um four to five uh pairs of shoes depending on whether you live somewhere with snow or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. Yeah. And I know but I'm not one of those people that like, you know, want to wear heels and, you know, I know a lot of different people have different styles. Um, and so mine's obviously much more simplistic, but, um, yeah, so that would be very challenging to try to figure out, like, if you're one of those people that your closet is like your heaven, <laughs> you know, to mm-hmm. pare down to, you know, 40 pieces or 33 or whatever it is that your goal is and how, how can you guys help? Like, is there anything built into the bot that helps people decide to pare it down? Like when they enter in that they have 20 t-shirts or 15, whatever it is, do you guys help or provide any actionable tips so that they can pare down to the, to the classic 40 or, or whatever you call your, your course? Yeah. 40? Yeah. We do. We do have the description of the perfect piece. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll say that the, the most versatile t-shirt, or, you know, A-line skirt will look like this. We give you kind of the um, direction in which to look to shop your closet or if you decide to just find it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, then once, if you do um, move forward with the uh, styling service, mm-hmm. then we have customers who um, are sent, like, you know, I have a sweater. Can you look at it and tell me if it's, if it works or not, and then we'll tell them. And if it does, like I'm always happy when it does because that just means that they less money for them to spend. Yeah, totally. So then, so then we can show you how to style that sweater in a way that'll be new and great for you. What's the hardest thing when you worked with the different customers you work with to get them to pare down? Like, do they have one, an emotional attachment to certain uh, like classification of clothing? Um, that's a, that's a great question. I, I think that, um, you know, I, I realize that this might not be the service for everyone mm-hmm. because if some people really find joy in just, you know, shopping is my hobby and mm-hmm. I love all my, you know, closet, the size of a, of a living room. <laughs> yeah. If that their person extra room doesn't is have their closet. Yeah. yeah. If that person <laughs> doesn't have any issues, then hopefully we can just show them, you know, give them some fresh ideas on how to match different mm-hmm. things yeah. and how to pair them. And that, you know, that that's great. Um, if a person is unsatisfied in some way with either the overwhelming choice they see in the stores or, um, the constant, you know, they have overflowing closet, nothing to wear. Yeah. Then um, basically, we don't need to create that need. We just want to show them that there is a solution, yeah, and that there are there is this tiny little service that yeah. is on your side in this whole madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's I think in that's an you're already using like five hundred times a day. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> I hope not. But I mean, yeah. like really, realistically, people sign on quite a definitely. Bit. Yeah, you know, there, there's there 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 are stats that show that you know when before you get out, get out of bed, what do you check? You check your messenger, you check your mail, <laughs> you check your Instagram sometimes. You know, so. We're, we're right there and, and yeah. you can even choose what time you usually kind of wake up or you know start getting dressed and that's when your look will land your look for the day will land so you can kind of grab stuff to go yeah yeah that's incredible um have you had any any like kickback from people wanting to pare down their shoes because you know some people have full collections of like hundreds yeah. of shoes is that <laughs> what? Um, you know, I probably honestly have more shoes than I would like. I already I moved so much in the last um, few years that that was another thing that really 
prompted me to, you know, towards this idea. Yeah. Um, but even now, you know, I have some kind of uh, my favorite brand shoes that I don't have any use for right now because I live in Arizona. And <laughs> but but they're still with me. I still love them. Mm-hmm. But. Um, uh, we even have uh, one of our uh, very long-term clients just show, showed me recently that she separated her wardrobe in half, mm-hmm. and she has a, a side with just Epitom forty her forty pieces, and then she has another side with uh, whatever else she. Has <laughs> She's like, liked. I just can't let go. But at least so, she can well, see her clothing on the side that you it, guys are working, so she could find. Stuff. Yeah, and that's and that that makes it easy. So whenever she feels like she wants to experiment or whatever, yeah. she has the her you know, wh- you know whatever whatever her <laughs> favorite clothes are. Um, although mostly Epitome clothes very quickly become favorites. That's what oh, you reach true. for on a daily basis. But then she can, um, you know, if she just is in a rush or whatever, five mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning to head out for work, mm-hmm. you can just kind of grab the, the two things from your side. And I did this a lot. I, um, I recently stopped working at an office. Uh-huh. This was for a while before we actually like started. That was kind of a side hustle. Uh-huh. Um, just my passion project, which it still is. Now it's it's uh, it's the full time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and when I still worked in an office, um, you know, I, I'm the one writing all this stuff, but even I would open my eyes at five o'clock in the morning, look at my smartphone, pull out the two things that that the bot told me to wear and just go <laughs> because you really don't want to think about all this, yeah. this stress in front of the wardrobe when you have other stuff to do. And you've got other decisions to make and, and that's just not one exactly. that really stressed you out. You know, I've seen people go through three, four or five outfits and it's like, exactly. that looks kind of tiring. Now you have four or five outfits to put back away, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, at the end they're like, they just don't feel good about how they look because they went through all these outfits and they weren't satisfied. And it's kind of like, if mm-hmm. you just had the whole, it's almost like a uniform, um, experience except for you get to have variation, you know, where you just look at, exactly. okay, this is what I'm wearing. Cause people were like, Oh, it'd be great to have a uniform in school in the sense that, you don't judge each other based on fashion, you know, or like right. variation. So I don't know. I think that's that's a really cool idea. I'm always up for uh, reducing any of the the you know monotonous decision making we have to do, so that we can make the important ones and have the energy to do so. You know, that's the perfect way to put it. Yes, we always say that you get all the benefits of of the uniform without. Uh-huh the actual commitment to wearing the same shirt every day. Um, But you save, you save money, you save time. Mm -hmm. We actually had people say that, you know, my um, strange husband got back to me because I just started looking so good and feeling so confident because at of first, that at first so, i thought you said the strange husband but you said e- a strange i'm like oh that makes more sense <laughs> my, my weirdo husband came back to me so <laughs> it's a salt and pepper um, there but yeah like you know different things when you when you kind of um can can focus on more important things and yeah. at the same time you feel good about yourself it can really move mountains oh yeah so tell me mariana are you a minimalist like would you consider yourself a minimalist I think so. Um, I, I actually do. I belong to a few minimalist groups on Facebook. Um, I'm not a minimalist in the sense as should I throw away my dining table and put my bed on the floor? <laughs> okay, um, so what does it mean for you? Because I know, yeah, I mean, it means something different to everyone. 
So um, for me, it means that uh, the other day I actually had an urge to to, to throw something away. Uh, and um, I walked through my house and I realized that with the exception of a couple of shelves that um, just are temporary placeholders, mm-hmm. I really don't have anything that I can, I want or can sell or donate that I uh-huh. use everything that's in my house. And that yeah. was kind of a very nice, nice realization. You know, yeah. I, I cook a lot. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a huge uh, home cook and, you know, the food is another huge topic for me, the whole, you know, how to eat smart and cooking from scratch and all that stuff. So, you know, I, and my husband does too. So I, we have quite a few kitchen items, but at the same time, I don't have a junk drawer and I don't have uh, stupid single purpose utensils. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. You're like a mango opener. You're like, do I really need a mango opener? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I actually, I actually, yeah, I, I agree about the mango opener, but I um, <laughs> came across um, uh, at the office, we had it, I came across uh, avocado opener and slicer. Yeah. Is it, do you and, like su- <laughs> and surprisingly, that thing was pretty epic. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't get one, but when it, when it had it on hand, I, I use it like every other day because, you know, really? avocado toast. Yeah, so, I love that stuff. Yeah, but it's so, so quick to um, open avocado. You just like, bam, you know, you cut in half and then cut the seed and I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It was just something about like, you know, it has like a little um, knife looking uh, thingy on one end and then it has a kind of like an egg slicer, you know, that slices yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and scoops so it, it kind of has that, yeah. yeah, it kind of has that on the other side. It's just kind yeah. of, you know, kind of nifty little thing, but I <laughs> didn't, I, I didn't get one. I still use the old fashioned knife at home. Yeah. Um, but I have, I have a blender. I don't have a microwave. I only have one TV. Uh-huh. I really fought with my husband on buying a new dryer when ours broke, because like I said, we live in Arizona. I was like, clothesline. <laughs> yeah. works great yeah so <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't like to um i i, I don't like to feel deprived mm-hmm. you know i love sure. to host dinner parties so i have yeah. a couple of you know things that make them look pretty yeah so you know things that are i think that minimalism the actual like viable minimalism uh-huh. is that you have to have things that are important to you uh-huh. but you at the same time resist the pressure the outside pressure yeah you don't just consume to consume right for other people or the society or you know marketing advertising Mm -hmm. to tell you what you need um and that requires being very in tune with i think (laughs) yourself yeah um but it, it does feel good it, it it does make life easier i always think that you know i want even less but that's that's all work in progress. Yeah, and, and you know, different stages of your life, um, it's going to look different, of course, because your needs are going to constantly change and flex. And you know, like when I uh, am, am living abroad and kind of bouncing around, it's super easy because it's like required. And and my life is so much simpler. You don't want to carry more mm-hmm. than one bag. You know, like. T- place to place you know um then, yeah. then you're like i don't want to go there because i don't want to pack like you know that shouldn't be a hindrance you know and so mm-hmm. also i love aesthetic beauty and i love design and furniture and things like that and so 
you know, when I'm making these things, I want them to be like supernatural and clean lines. And, and that stuff brings me joy. It feels peaceful. When I walk into a space that I've sort of like designed and, and, and has my furniture or whatever, I, I walk in and I just kind of go, ah, because I feel yeah. like not only are the lines clean and there's no extra, like, I don't have doohickeys sitting on everything. You know what I mean? I don't have little knickknacks. Mm-hmm. Knick it feels in my personal realm, like peaceful. And it also, I feel like just with, I like honoring nature and wood and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm just like a nature freak. Like I love hiking and all the outdoor yes. stuff you can do. And so when I bring these, you know, these trees that fell over or, you know, um, like windstorms and stuff and I'd bring them down and I turn them into something, I feel like mm-hmm. it's like a way to honor it after its service of like, you know, 50, 60 years of shade yeah. and oxygen, you know, and it just, it just feels good. Yeah. You that's, know? Like, a, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's like energet- energetically positive, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I also don't. I don't have anything on my walls. Um, I didn't even think of that when we started talking about minimalism. Oh, wow, but yeah. I guess, I guess most people do. I do want to get oh, one or two, depending on how much you can afford, pieces yeah. of real art. Yeah. Um, like you know, from a up and coming artist. That's sure. not like Target stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, just use that. But otherwise, I just I'm actually we uh, recently bought a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still kind of that's hard to do in these days. You. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, it was it yeah. was uh, it was crazy, and we kind of went the kind of slightly extraordinary route because we mostly okay. bought the the land and then oh okay yeah like a small house. Um, but uh, I uh, yeah, I just want to have plants and then like maybe one piece of art and mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's different for everyone. So it's always fun to talk to people to see, like, what it means to yeah. them and, and, you know, because in varying personalities, you know, with anything, with, with any philosophy of life, with religion, with politics, with anything, there's, like, there's the extremists, the moderates, the, you know, and so mm-hmm, it's, it's fun mm-hmm. to just, it's fun to connect about something you care about, like minimalism, but also understand that that's, that's a range and mine's not going to look like yours and yours isn't going to look like the next guy's, you know? Yeah. So I think that's important to just embrace the, you know, connectivity and not, and not like judge, you know, and definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to ask you about like your life and how it's changed. So before you were in fashion and you were, you know, writing about why you should buy this next best skirt and this and that, and then you realized that you were getting sick of, of that and, and that's not something you were as interested in. So, um, it sounds like you redirected and now you're actually helping people work with what they have and streamline their wardrobe so that they don't have any decision making. How has that changed your life? Like, do you feel better about what you're doing? Do you feel more passion? Like, what does your life feel like now? Um, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you know, back in the times when I worked at a magazine, that was kind of my, um, you know, childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. I grew up reading magazines. Um, after that, especially since I moved to the U.S., and there was kind of a transition for me um, because clearly there's much more consumerism or kind of a different different scale of that okay. here. Uh-huh. Um, and I think anyone from Europe or basically any other country that's maybe for the exception of um, – Asian countries that that's kind of very obvious and um at the same time you know being in this different environment kind of prompted me to think more about what does really matter 
to me and what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, just having like a career for the sakes of moving up the career ladder and um, you know again security has never been my jam. Although I have done this, but not for for the reasons of just you know. I I, I remember I think I was um, maybe fifteen or something, and I realized that I will never go up the career ladder like the traditional way mm-hmm. I, that's just not kind of my um to my aspiration or whatever okay. um and so uh, taken i had a few jobs since I've, I've lived in in the united states and um it's always been kind of a journey to figure out what what, what what's that right thing to do mm-hmm. um and after a while i lost the um like kind of completely lost the grasp on the benefits of sitting in an office and helping someone else make money. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm like, what? And especially, you know, being a being a writer, um, I'm like, why am I even here? Because I can be anywhere. Yeah. You know, I can be on the beach somewhere and do the exact same thing. Um, so, you know, it just kind of slowly drifted towards, you know, I got to... Um, got to be true to myself and yeah. you know I can't just uh it's very humanistic but you know <laughs> um you and your um, that's good yeah and it kind of came to be I mean I um just at certain t- at a certain moment this this whole thing just fell into place mm-hmm. like I you know uh, ask me uh, three years ago I wouldn't have imagined this particular job this particular company or career for me so it's one of those um stories where you know if you uh, i like this um analogy of you know when you walk in the dark you can always shine a lantern just like a step ahead you can't eliminate the whole way right so you can just do kind of one thing one step at a time and you know when we reconnected with um anastasia after i was here after uh, we were both already here, and we're like, okay, this this thought, let's explore, let's try this, let's try that. And at first was on a different uh, messaging platform that's more popular in Brazil and India and Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved to Facebook, and then this step, and then that step, and it's still kind of this. It's incredibly, um, it's incredibly dynamic, and at the same time, incredibly rewarding to see how. Things just came to be, and when people's eyes light up when they find this kind of like light yeah. at the end of the tunnel of this, like through this cluttered mess of clothes, <laughs> um, they're like, yeah, I see the solution. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm even answering your question. I'm just kind of <laughs> I, think you did. I think you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Um, that's that's pretty fun. I love that analogy of the uh, holding the lantern and taking it step by step. I think that's a really cool thing to think about. You know, when you are in your, in you know, on your journey, right? Like it's not like you can see mm-hmm. a roadmap and know the entire all, each destination and how long it's going to take to get there. And Google Maps it. You know, like yeah. you can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 also in the current, you know. Um, I think the mostly probably with technology, especially for people coming from some like outside areas, you know, I've never been a techie person, but mm-hmm. I now work at the, you know, the tech capital of the world. Yeah. Um, like you don't, 
the world, the job market and, you know, the possible careers and with the whole entrepreneurship movement, um, there's so many things you cannot even imagine Mm -hmm. that exist. Um, so all you can do is you can just do this one thing, you know, when, uh, back at the times when I was dreaming about being a, a magazine editor, I worked at a management consulting company. I was, um, translating and researching i hated my life Mm -hmm. it was a great valuable experience but i was like what's going on and i needed an outlet a creative outlet so i created a fashion blog back in the times when it wasn't really as big a thing as it's now Mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't even think that that would in any way help me and I, I did, you know, the working for a magazine was kind of like a dream. Yeah. It wasn't a, a road map. It was just like, you know, it's the best thing I could think of. Sure. And then just this one step and then keeping up my blog for like a year, connecting with some people, mm-hmm. building some portfolios, sending thousands of emails to everyone. And then it eventually paid off. Yeah, so I mean, but can, hard work, you know, I mean, you say it sort of sort of just happened, but I mean, it doesn't just happen when you send thousands of emails, like you put in some sweat labor, for sure, even though you weren't sure well, yeah, exactly nothing, where no, you're going to end up, you know? Yeah, nothing just happens. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very naive to think that you can uh, just kind of imagine this beautiful life for yourself. And you no, just behind every, into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, behind every beautiful story, there's a lot of hours and a lot of, you know, 70, 80, 90 hour weeks and, and very hard work. Yeah, and um, failures. But, There's lots of failures in in route to success, you know. For sure. Yeah. But you can you can do the, you know this one thing that you know how to do right now that's even remotely is in the direction that you want to be moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you just do that one thing, and then you yeah. do another thing that shows up once you get to that first thing. Yeah, so. and be flexible and and actually paying attention to what's opening, like your options. If you're not paying attention, if you're like stagnant, if you're just like cruising life, then you're not going to see those open doors that you're like just driving right past you know absolutely and the same happens if you are just have your eyes on this just one goal and you don't allow for any flexibility Mm -hmm. then you probably will eventually get to that goal but will by that time will it be something that satisfies you where there could have been a branch out that that tunnel would be your yeah lots of times you know what is that saying it's like it's a good thing i don't get everything i ask for or pray for or whatever your your wordage you know you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. it's just funny because you think about all the stuff you're like oh yeah i really wanted to be with that person that was a bad idea i really wanted Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. x y and z that was a bad idea (laughs) you know exactly yeah so i mean our our um dreams are, are really limited like it's even it's creepy how limited they are yeah, because yeah. we can only imagine dreams in our current framework, but uh-huh, in perspective, you, yeah, yeah. When you step a little, like a step outside of that, there's a whole new window of opportunities as that opens. So, okay, cool. Um, I have a couple more questions for you. Uh, one thing I noticed on your website um, to you know gear back towards the fashion aspect mm-hmm. is um, you said a good design is all about simplicity and purity of lines, which makes me think that means design by nature is minimalistic. I just like to say that right now. <laughs> that's what it sounds I, like. <laughs> I yeah. Well, this might be just um, the two of us with yeah, this perspective, yeah. but yes, I think that. Um, I, yeah. So I mean, can you elaborate? I what think that means I think nature lines and pure. I yeah. think I think nature is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know, and, and perfect, and how it's supposed to be. Um, I think that when that website, 
uh, we're actually relaunching the website and just just very soon I'll send you a new link when, once okay. it's up. Um, but um, the back then we and it's still at the core. Now we're we're you know personalized much more. But back then it was you know that the 40 pieces are this this foundation. We don't like to call it capsule wardrobe because it's not that. It's not the idea mm-hmm. that that's behind that. But no, it's it's the foundation that you can just. It's the walls of your style of your house. Sure. Um, so and and it's always better to start with something without the ruffles because yeah. you can always add the ruffles later. Uh-huh. Um, but then if you don't have that foundation, then you end up with just a bunch of ruffles that usually don't go very well together. Gotcha. So. Cool. Okay. Um, do you, do you have any, have you worked with any families with like kids and you know, how does that, how does that shift to what you guys have to do? Well, our, um, CEO actually, she, she, um, you know, created the company uh, and got this idea after she had two kids in her house. Mm-hmm. Now she has two toddlers. Mm-hmm. So, and she's a very uh, big supporter of mompreneurs everywhere. Uh-huh. She thinks that uh, you don't have to, you shouldn't try to have it all, but if you really prioritize, mm-hmm. then you can have a career that's rewarding yeah. and and take care of your family. Sure. Um we we do have many moms who who come to us for this kind of structure because they don't have time to think about it. Yeah. They don't have this. So you can do this for the kids the same way you would do it for an adult. No real big adjustments. You would just click it and go. We'd, I mean, we don't we don't uh, do you know forty piece wardrobes for kids yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we mostly focus on helping moms because we, um, so far we, we haven't seen the big demand for that because yeah. moms usually are, they're just you know, like, here's they, a shirt, they, here's a clean pants. There you go. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> dress there. Cause it's not, not a big deal. It's, it's a bigger deal if you have to go to a meeting at work and before that drop your child at, um, you know, preschool and then pick up the child, get groceries and cook dinner and probably the same clothes that you just wore to the board meeting or yeah. something like that's when the challenges arise and that's where we can help. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so let's see. Do you have like three actionable tips or steps that we could take or you know, the listeners can take to help minimize the closet and kind of make like that core 40? Sure. I would say <laughs> go to Epitome. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah. so I, I would say that always start looking with the pieces that you actually wear. So look at the, the items that you reach, reach for the most often. Mm-hmm. And if it's jeans and a t-shirt and a sweatshirt, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And they could be the start. Mm-hmm. that you can then start um, building on. It's very important, I think, to be realistic about your um, real life. Yeah. Like, we all want to have, well, maybe not all, but, you know, we might want to have 20 pairs of uh, high-heeled shoes, but if you only go out once a month, this might not be the, the right. smartest, um, space, the most yeah. pro- productive de- decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be realistic. If you okay. mostly wear flats, then probably you need, I don't know, 
three, maybe four pairs of flats, because you can then um, vary with, you know, you can have a pair of sneakers and a pair of loafers and a pair of ballet flats that will give you different kind of styles with mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. with the same clothes. Um, I guess that was number two, yep. to be realistic about um, what you actually... You're- look good and the day-to-day and what you look and feel good and don't try to fit yourself into any kind of other paradigms of what you're supposed to um or stay trying to always chase trends and and have that 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 doesn't matter you can always update your wardrobe with a couple of accessories if you really need to or like one shirt Mm -hmm. and and that's fine if you have if you have the um, foundation. And then another thing I think is, is, is kind of what we are helping with is, you know, have your, figure out what's your power outfit. Like mm-hmm. make a, make a small kind of note in your head that these three things I can, these three outfits I can always wear easily and head out the door and I'll feel great. And that makes life so much easier. That's awesome. So, you know, That's super helpful. Keep, Thank you. Yeah. Keep them clean. And, yeah. And 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 then whenever you have time to experiment, then then experiment. But uh, you know, make it make it easier for yourself. Yeah, I always find um, like I think people can find what they wear the most by just checking out what's in the dryer. You know, like well, there you, you go. Keep, what do you keep washing? Okay, that's your favorite thing. You know, what's yeah. that's your go-to. Okay. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, do you have a favorite book or resource uh, for eco-friendly practices? Since this is an environmental podcast, I'm just curious. I like to pull our, um, you know, our experts oh, and see gosh. what your what your favorite stuff is. You know, well, um, there's definitely a true Co- true coast documentary that used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Mm-hmm. There, then I can give you a lot about. Um, food <laughs> yeah hey but it's all, it's all your, it doesn't have to be fashion it can be just your, oh okay yeah, yeah. anything like um, eco-friendly um anything like that or sustainability or, or i mean you know, i think I, I think michael Pollan is amazing when it comes to um kind of a real view on the the food production and what it means to um eat not just healthy but kind of right and good okay um gosh i don't i don't really follow like i don't follow resources um you know like books about sustainable fashion because i think it's such a such a fluid industry i think if you if you're really into it um you know check out places like you know, business of fashion and whatnot, which we write about um, this overall kind of trends and WWD, Women's Wear Daily, and and things like that. So they're more industrial, um, but they observe the trends. I think it's it's important to distinguish between just the PR and marketing tactics because, right. of course, you know, sustainability is a trend. Yeah. But unfortunately, there aren't really I can't really think of any good resources okay. um, because that, that will really help you. 
because it's just I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of the same with food, though. You know, it's it's very very hard to find what all those labels actually mean. And you know, sure, is sure. USDA organic really good for us, or is it just a marketing ploy? Like, right. And um, how much is it regulated? Do people actually go and look in the Asian you know resources or the you know practices and whatever? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So okay. um, yeah, we spend we spend you know our days going through that stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll. Absolutely love to introduce you to some new brands and cool. And tell you a bit more about it. And how's the be- what's the best way listeners can reach you, Mariana? Um, they can uh, send me an email. It's m i l k i s at epitom dot com. Okay. Or um, just chat chat with the bot <laughs> and. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. That's, well, there's a lot. Um, well, you can. Um, yeah, we we have the uh, the contact information on the site too. So you know, either either of those at Epitom. We have an Instagram com. too. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. That yeah, sounds great. So thank okay. you, thank yeah, you so much. You. It's been fun chatting with you. You know, I mean, fashion is definitely not one of the topics that's in my typical wheelhouse. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I hope uh, I hope I you did uh, good made it a, made it a little easier. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you again for your time and for sharing all the information that uh, that you did. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. All right, thank you so much, and it was a pleasure. Thanks for hanging with us. I hope you had a blast. If you know someone who would make a great guest on Earthy, or you'd like us to cover a specific topic, reach out at earthydecor.com. 